Helmets. Helmets. We're the helmets. Uh, we're people who are watching American football. What a, what a fucking week in the yep. National American Football League that was. Uh, for, the, I, for those of you doing the hashtag boycott Qatar, other football is available. It's in America. Uh, yeah. It's equal. It's well. I'm not going to say equally. I'm not going to get into that. It's, it, it's morally compromised, but in different ways. So you may consider this. And it's also it, it's fucking exciting. It is exciting. Apart from uh, if you just thought you'd give it a shot and you watched uh, either the Ravens Panthers or uh, the Patriots versus the Jets game, then you probably turned off instantly. Uh, but yeah, morally ambiguous. Yes. Uh, is it the same kind of moral ambiguity? Uh, you, I don't really think you can be like from a oil uh, royal family and then essentially buy the title in a couple of years. Like you can't really do that in American football. You also can't buy the Super Bowl to have the Super Bowl take place uh, in a country that doesn't have any Super Bowl teams playing in it. I don't know. Fine, whatever. I we we said before recording we were talking about the World Cup, and then I said let's not talk about it because it makes me too sad. So. Nobody listen. Nobody here. We all, no fuck English football, whatever it's called. Uh, fuck mm. soccer. We can keep going into this. Uh, we could talk about the American football, uh, which happened this week, which was quite fucking cool. Um, in many respects, but in other respects, it was total toilet. Um, uh, but let's start at the top. Welcome back to uh, welcome back to football to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yeah, okay, so I, I don't know whether necessarily this is one to start with, because you know when you're talking about, I guess I feel like um when you want to like hook listeners in, we should just start one with the top ones and then complain later, because the Baltimore Ravens were welcome back and they were fucking awful, they were like turgid, dismal shit, and you know like two weeks ago I was like, I think that the Ravens are on their way up, and then they just they just, you know what? The Ravens always put out one of the at least one or two of these games a season for as long as I've watched them, including in the year they won the Super Bowl. So this doesn't necessarily say anything, but the Ravens are and always have been capable of putting out a product on TV that is more boring than <laughs> listening to another person's grandparent talk to them about their like their life in world war ii which they were born slightly too late to be in do you know what i mean like it's just <laughs> so unfathomably tedious i just it's i don't i i'm almost lost for words but it's, they won and they're still in the they're still in the they're still in the chat they're still heading towards the right direction which is the postseason but yeah you're right let's not start with the bollocks let's start uh south of the border for what I think is the last um the last international game of the year, which took place in Mexico at uh the Azteca Stadium. Yeah, here absolute, we go. absolute beautiful uh football stadium. Um and you've got one of the best offenses Sorry. in football. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't, it's like whenever uh, they go there in the Formula One, they always play the Formula One music of the Mariachi band. Oh, that's so that's so fucking cool. What would the what would the NFL um, music would be like da 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 da. So it'd have to it'd be like. <laughs> yeah, Mexican. I don't know Mexican why. Bangers. Yeah, huge bangers, man. I um, you know what? Like, it's so they don't really play many games in Mexico, do they? No, I think they do one or two. They they've done them. I think they, it was the first country they've done regular uh 
a regular international game in before London, or at least more frequently. Yeah, but like um, it, they should. So it, I think it's something of a. I I think it's something that goes to show just how parochial American football is to America, despite it having a relatively niche and fanatical following across the globe, that it hasn't really taken off in any way in Mexico, despite the fact that, for example, it's some of its most popular, this, the most popular places, and what I mean by this is the, the base where the players come from are like Florida and Texas, which are literally south, bordered, like the big like bordered with Mexico. There's, I, there's a, a, you know, whilst there aren't a huge amount of Hispanic origin players in the league, and by that, what I mean by that, by the way, is like noticeably, I, I don't, I'm not going to fucking like eugenics all the American <laughs> football players. I don't, no, I don't I mean, know I, what they all their did. parents from. There aren't a huge amount. But they uh, they advertised it on uh, there. There was a post by the NFL with a little um, uh, a little graphic of the players who mm. are of Mexican descent, like directly, and it's right. four. It's, okay. it's four. Cool. Like that's well, directly I, Mexican, yeah. but like yeah, it's one. There's it, probably a couple of uh, you know other Central American kind of guys in there. Yeah, but like, okay. yeah, it's four guys. But I think the reason why they chose the Cardinals is Cardinals in that bit of the world might, and also the like a California team as well. I think mm. they they kind of uh, it was part of a catchment area uh, kind of thing it is very attractive. That's they also play an international game again. Fucking, I can't remember if they've already had this or they they've done it before. But they'll play an international game in Toronto, and usually I think Bills or Lions would play that game uh, because if you're and Chicago's got a lot of Canadian fans in it, uh, Canadian fa- a good Canadian fan base. Kind of those northern. Uh, northern teams tend to draw a lot of Canadian fans, so they'll play a game up there. Um, but yeah, it was yeah. I think Mexico is a fucking amazing country. One of the best is probably the best country I've ever been to, and I I like the fact that they get to play in such a an iconic stadium as the Azteca, uh, which is also I like one of the highest stadiums in the world. So maybe next time they should get the Denver Broncos to play there. Oh, okay, so good facts. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, that no, was a I good game. It's interesting. I honestly, I just think it's interesting that um, Mexico doesn't have a huge culture of actually playing the game. Um, They're well into the baseball, though. That's the thing. Once yeah, you get, like, yeah, baseball that's it. Is like, such a big one. Are there are there are there many Mexican Mexican basketball players? I don't think so. I'm not I sure because there's like, a lot of European basketball. players. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's tons, right? It's like Spain and Spanish people and Greek people and that and like Poli- and like Eastern Europeans. Yeah, okay, it's I love quite a uh, Greek, Greek basketball is so badass. Like the um, they have like fucking ro- flares and all that, don't they? Dude? Like absolutely yeah, inside the up. arena. <laughs> well, they actually had to stop. Like the rival, one of the biggest rivalries that crosses all sports is the Panathinaikos Olympiakos rivalry, like right. the, the Athens derby, where people get like loads of people get murdered when they play at football, and they 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 started to realize that if they just fight at the basketball then they can get they can do more fighting and then oh, it turns out so now they tight. just they just have to play a basketball game behind closed doors because they hate each other so much and oh i think that's God, great that's so funny i think that's like, great. i really like it's kind of that's it's one of the peculiarities about uh european sports that um the a lot of continents on uh, on the continent a lot of 
club sports clubs are like multiple sport clubs aren't they so like in um, barcelona for example like barcelona is also is the football team and in fairness the football team provides the by such a grand distance the majority of the revenue but it is also the basketball team like the handball team some other shit as well so same with like bayern munich like bayern yeah, munich is, all, is the entire is is actually the the business that controls all of the athletic things within that umbrella yeah that's part of, that's just like the these big clubs it's just weird like we don't have other than cricket i guess we don't really, oh, rugby as well. We don't really have a second sport, but it'd be really weird if there was like the Manchester United rugby team or something. I think though that our yeah, like our That's secondary. So weird. I think our secondary sports are so. Firstly, in in England, especially, um, I think that because I, like Wales is kind of different with rugby, but like England, especially. Football is by such a distance, by like, by such. And I'm aware that this is also true on continental Europe. Like football is easily the biggest sport, but like in England, it really is by such a such an insane distance that it's not even really like. Yeah. And the other sport, like, it's so mad when you think about like you see you know things like the Six Nations on TV, and you think that rugby has a big following but it when you actually look at the numbers it's fucking not like it really is not that rugby really is not that follows actually fishing is our number two sport um nice. or, or it, i think it's it's either sorry it's either fishing or darts like other like t organized team sports are like well below that um and then but then like the the concentration of any other sport following is so regionally and class Base so like rugby it is basically a middle class professional sport and or farmers from the southwest and like rugby league is like two counties and yeah it's quite dominant in a very specific part of the country it's dominant in like five towns and long may I remain I don't that way, care but... about rugby league like I've watched it on telly and I'm like what what the fuck is going on uh, uh, I, just, I feel like if you were born in fucking like Warrington or something you'd be well into it but like. I'm not, so I don't. Yeah, I, I, I mean that this interesting Seems fact fun. about this. Uh, AC Milan, the football team, was uh, started as a cricket club. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, is. cricket is interesting because we didn't really. Uh, we, we, we very, very successfully imported it to like three places that make it something like the second or third most popular sport in the world. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is like I mean that's because a billion people play it. Yeah, that's it. We, we 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 stuck to the one, but like we did really attempt to export it to other places. Um, we really did, and it just didn't really come off like that. We did attempt to export it in the same ways we attempted to export football and rugby. I think like this is sort of a very jet. We haven't really talked much American football, but like I guess the origins of this stuff is kind of interesting. Did you know that the um? Did you know that the first international cricket match? is between america and canada i did not know that that's no, pretty amazing there you go ah uh, but they didn't they no longer play it's no of course not it, so. i know i reckon do they not i think there's a canadian team uh i'm, I'm pretty sure, sure canada do. play also, like a qualifier for the world for the t20 world cup take, almost uh, take this stuff with a pinch of salt because the thing with america is it's so vast that it's very easy for something to be the fastest growing sport there but like uh, cricket's like fastest growing growth area is actually America and a lot of it is like Indian professionals who've moved to work in like Silicon Valley and that who just like 
will never stop watching cricket. I reckon it's going to be some kind of like super fucking hipster thing. Like Portland probably has a team. Like yeah, I it's like there's definitely a like a Williamsburg cricket team. Some jackasses yeah. like no, I don't want to watch the I don't want to watch the Giants. I'm going to go play. Uh, I'm going to go play a test match. Uh, I'm sure that's true. Work, boys, testing I, I, it. I think I'm sure that's like, I'm sure that's true. But I also think that it, that, that any cr- attempts by cricket to like make that happen will be is being thwarted by the fact that baseball is becoming somewhat of a hipster sport in and of itself, you know? Like, Americans, I think, see... And I really like breaking that to baseball, but I think a lot of Americans who are, like... uh, Baseball's losing, declining in popularity, and a lot of older Americans really love it, but youngers don't. But, like, there is sort of hipster... sort of There's a real hipster romance to it these days, which... um, And I think that that, that's a niche which cricket could never really fill because it's got all that kind of... And it is baseball is romantic. It is a romantic oh, game, and also it doesn't take four days. Yeah, I love it. I, I don't. I wish I like follow. I used to follow baseball a lot younger when I was a lot more when I was younger. And I went to see the Boston Red Sox play a night game at Fenway Park, and it was one of the best, like top five sporting experiences I've ever had. Was that up baseball. there with like England versus Ireland in the Six Nations at Twickenham? Like it was. Mm. It was exactly what they say is it's all of the uh the mythology of America summarized in one building uh all at once. You're just like, oh, this is this is this is what it is. This is America. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we can have maybe we should we should do a little spin off. We should get into baseball and do a little spin off podcast. Yeah, during the summer, like, just try yeah, and like force short stops watch. or some shit yeah. like that. I don't know. Two Who's the best stops. short stops? Oh yeah, that's yeah. I that's good name. I don't know that I could really like fully commit to it, but I know that it was good. Like it's, you know what it's the NFL is a sort of the American football is a kind of hyper, hyper. um, Oh gosh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do a little editing because I've just lost my words. It's a, it's super gregarious, but it's also got a kind of husk and it sort of creaks at the edges. You know, they're always having to, because of, I think because of its physicality and things like that, they're always having to tamper with the rules to sort of change things to make, uh, to make things work and also because of its whereas i think that baseball i think the american football isn't slightly easier game to break like coaches yeah. will work something out and then they go oh shit we're gonna have to change the rules to actually stop them doing that otherwise it'll fuck the game up whereas basketball uh basketball the nba is not great because it's a little bit too they've sort of fucked with the rules to make it way too like star power heavy um, yeah, you can basically win a title with one guy now. Yeah, like, um, and I know that there's always been dominant players, but like, yeah, there's a thing where if the guy moves, you're like, oh well, they're now they've now got two of the best guys, so they're yeah. definitely going to win. And then they just don't lose a game, and they they win. I I, I don't understand basketball personally. I've, so, I've you know I watched the see I watched the the uh, Celtics Lakers series in. 2008 and it was really exciting and then after that i was like nah it's all right i i was too squeaky too many squeaks i I will counter and i say i think that the core game of basketball is mega fun i just don't really love the nba i like it's such a super fun game and especially college basketball is really fun yeah Um, that is fun and it's just a fun game to play and it's cool but i also like the other thing that about American football and basketball is that you have to be literally a freak to play them uh, uh, to a high level. Baseball, you don't. You can just be, I mean, you are a freak, obviously, but like in the same way as a professional, a professional footballer is a freak, but like 
you don't have to be like a physical freak. You don't have no, to be No, loads of them like, are super fat and they smoke yeah, yeah, and they yeah. hang out and they drink beer. And I'm all for that. Like, that's what I think if you're an athlete, like sometimes you see a baseball player, particularly at the end of their career, and they're like, like if you hit the ball now, you might as well get a bus to first base that you're so unfit. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. if you can still get paid and and live a lifestyle like that, fucking God, yeah, good yeah. for you, mate. I'm it's a it. beautiful game. It's a beautiful game yeah. too. Like it just, as a, uh, what I was saying about American football kind of breaking, like you can't really, like they don't have to do that with baseball. Like it, they really, they've done it like once or twice because of like all the mad doping and stuff they used to do, but that you can't yeah. really, like it's, the game is still basically the same as yeah. you played like your whole like if you're american growing up playing it it's the same basically it's just they're very very good at it which makes it really cool anywho let's talk NFL, about football let's carry let's let's keep going mexico about city. that uh, beautiful mexico city game mexico uh, city 49ers absolutely, absolutely fucking huge result for the 49ers they are very very good they are they've got some absolute power all across the yeah. board i like, test gar- i test yeah Garoppolo, four touchdowns, 228 yards. You've got Kittle did was accounted for 84 of those yards and two of those touchdowns. And then you look at how well Samuel's playing. He's I like this is a team who are now, you know, I think pushing for probably yeah. if they go on a go on a bit of a tear, they're probably pushing for like even number one seed in the end. Let me just uh let me just chuck some chuck some numbers out at you. So that Garoppolo, uh 20, 20 Attempts passing out of 29. Decent. Wow. Very good. 228 yards and then four touchdowns. That is an efficient set of numbers. That's a very efficient... Like, you, you see different kinds of numbers in the NFL. You know, when you see a passer throwing like 350, what that means is usually they haven't run very much in that game at all. But, and they've had to, like, chuck it all up and down the field. Maybe the other team's been scoring back, you know, like, so they have to make loads of long attempts that is a very very if that suggests that not only is he playing really well but also the rest of the team is playing really well because to throw that low number of yards but score four touchdowns that means efficiency they're getting the ball the ball at a decent place they're driving on the field they're scoring then in the running game uh 59 yards out of elijah michael uh mitchell 39 out of christian mccaffrey that doesn't seem good but then you realize they get another 37 out of debo samuel and so that's actually that what that means is they've got a committee of running backs that are just like the the yards per game is really high six point six for Elijah, uh, five point six yards a carry for Christian, twelve point three for Debo, and what that means yeah, basically he broke is a they, couple of mad uh, runs, like, absolutely, like a yeah. jet sweeps. The thing is about McCaffrey getting those thirty nine yards <laughs> is that shows how their offense is so multi purpose. Yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey isn't doing isn't run. I mean, he was at sixty seven yards receiving. And if you're if you're if you've got one of the best exactly. running backs that's, in that's the game, that's hundred yards out in the game. It's, they are very very good, and I really enjoyed um, that one. Um, and the Cardinals, unfortunately, are bollocks, and that's partly down to the fact that Kyler Murray's out injured. But I don't think they should be bad because AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, and I've never heard of Greg Dorch, but he put up 103 yards. They're a disappointing, um, disappointing Greg Dorch. Yeah, maybe, terrible. maybe name of the week. Nah. No, no, the player name of the week. My my suggestion is who's gonna? Okay, Kyler Murray's out. Who have we got? We've got Colt McCoy. Like that is the name of a of a oh. high school quarterback hero who oh, comes in. Oh, Colt McCoy. 
Colt yeah, McCoy. Colt McCoy. He's named after a horse. There's, he's probably got hair that can't be tamed. Former, uh, probably former the Browns handsomest TV. man in the world. He's probably like really nice to the nerds as well. Like he's not a he's not a yeah, uh, right. mean spirited guy. He's he's like oh, it's Colt McCoy. He's friends with everyone. But yeah, that was a very good game. I really enjoyed that. Um, and good for that one. Uh, you know, he was I one think that the, blows it open. You know, Colt McCoy was one of the greatest college QBs of all time. I didn't know that. I yeah, think that's like, really wild. He was. Um, he played for uh, the Texas Longhorns and he won the team's MVP every year that he played for them from freshman year onwards. And he's the only person who's ever done that. Um, and like his college career, the reason why he was drafted so highly um, was that he was the best. Uh, like he was just like, I don't think it was even a, um, you know, weirdly, he was actually, no, no, sorry. Very weird. Uh, he was actually drafted, sorry, not weird. Like he was actually drafted in the third round. So he was seen as like problematic at the NFL level. At, Just going to be a good college guy. But he was like one of the greatest college QBs ever. Um, I think I'd be pretty happy if I was a college. Like when you look at some of those stadiums and like the Michigan Stadium, for those of you who don't know, is the biggest, I think the biggest non-motor racing arena in the country and in, in the States. Uh, obviously, uh, motor racing arenas are, disqualified because they are mm. like five miles long but like um it is 120,000 people full is that is that ground yeah, and so it's wild. watching it's watching i don't i like watching college football from time to time because it's so so much weird shit happens because some of the guys are real bollocks at american football and some of them are really good but like that sounds sounds so totally weird but like they're they're uni students like i don't want to support a uni student like, I, I understand that there are times i've watched like you know mm. 19 year old premier league footballers and i've supported them but for some reason when i look at that i'm like what that guy's what he's going to go back to his dorm and then work on his work on his like english literature essay fuck that like get some get some men in there like, i don't know it's it's not i always find it really weird particularly how Try it's. I would argue. I think we've mentioned this before. It's more tribal than the NFL. Oh, uh, easily, easily. Yeah, and everyone but these like... are fucking children. And don't get like, don't get angry with some guy who doesn't do his own laundry. Like we will on. do. We will do a bonus episode on Friday Night Lights and high school football. I reckon. In fact, yeah, we I think must, so. We must. We must do a bonus episode. Have you? Did you? Have you seen the film and TV show and read the book? Uh, I've seen is Friday Night Lights the one with uh, Dawson's Creek in it? Yes, yes, I've seen that one. That's a good movie. Uh, okay. But I've not seen the. I didn't know they had a TV show. What? I didn't. I, I didn't you know didn't there was know... a TV show. What the of, fuck? Of... Is that clear? Doing... clear hearts. Clear I genuinely, I'm genuinely. Yes, yeah, well, clear heart, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose comes from, and I'm genuinely upset about this. And it oh, really man. upsets me. You're doing a pod. We're doing a podcast about record football. It's one of my like. Watch this it's one of the great. This. As long as you have free time, it's one of the greatest TV shows ever made. I fucking love it. It's so. They made good. this. They made five series of it. Yeah. No. It's it's genuine. Like it. It genuinely. It blows my mind that you haven't seen it. Oh, and I, it's on. Um, and it's on uh, Amazon for free. It blows my fucking mind that you haven't seen it. It's so good. And I really mean this. It's good, good as well. It's not even bad. Like, so series two kind of sucks, but like series one is like just everything about the way it's filmed. The fact that they improvise like a lot of their lines um, because it's like kind of realist, 
it, oh it's my both god very real it's both kind of realistic a little bit but also it's got all the american sports movie cliches in it like loads of games are won by like last minute sort of hail marys and stuff like that but equally oh, oh yeah and a bunch of the characters i think they were thought they were only going to make like one series uh, so a bunch of the characters like I read it for like three series. And you're like, hang on, how the f- how old are you? Like, I've got some bad like... news, bro. What? I've not seen even seen the movie Friday Night Lights. I'm thinking of Varsity Blues. You are fucking. I'm so gonna watch wild. it. I'm Friday watch Night Lights. It's <laughs> based on a it's based on a book called A Town A Team A Dream, right? And it's about journalists in the early '90s. He follows a um he follows an American high school football town in Texas, and they're all obsessed with like. When you were talking about tri- tribalism, like people, they don't even support their college game because college is way too far there. So they only support high school. And so like twelve to 20,000 people are going to watch these high school kids and they like turn them into like superstars within the town. And these kids are like 15 and they're getting like 20,000 people fucking following them, like supporting them. That is their team that they support, the high school team. And like the fucking kids who are on the team get treated like absolute gods. And then when they like miss a tackle, they just like the whole town like abuses them. It's so, and like it kind of yeah. follows like what it does to them. It, there's this one guy, like a running back, who fucking like breaks his leg or some shit like that. And he just like loses basically everything because the town's just like, ah, well, we fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> like it, it, so which came first, the film or the TV show? Uh, the, the book came first, and then a film was made of the book. Um, and then the TV show is the the film is very very good. Um, it has um like the sorry the film is very 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 good. Um, it has like Billy Bob Thornton as the main coach, He's a fucking psychopath. Um, uh, Connie Britton is in it. Great, great, great cast. I highly recommend to you and to any listeners that we have. The TV show is easily. Like, I don't know whether you necessarily get the same thing out of it because I watched it around about the time it came out, which is like the late noughties, and it's a very late noughties show. Like, nice. No, you, when, I'm, I'm in for that. But when you watch it, you'll you'll hear a lot. You're like, it's all rooted in that like late noughties, just before, just before smartphones, life. You know, like yeah. it, uh, and all the like the soundtracks fucking lit. Like, uh, I genuinely. I think the other week I was telling you about my idea for a, a comedy show called Touchdown. And I was like talking about how explosions in the sky are going to be playing when I come out on stage. And I was like, that is why I <laughs> doesn't matter. Anywho. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's I'm going to watch that. That's really good. Right. Let's talk oh my about. God. Yeah. Let's actually talk about this season. Let's talk about. Let's talk about snow. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about snow. Right, so big news this week that just happened. Uh, the Buffalo Bills game got snowed off, which is mad considering they play in Buffalo. But in the space of about a couple of hours on Saturday, mm. two meters of snow fell. That's yeah. two meters. That's the size of a of a of a huge guy fell in the space of a few hours. Yeah. And the Bills fans were angry that they might not be able to play. They might not be able to walk through the snow, guys. Like it, it was fucked. They got um they got they had to change the location of the game. They they sent them to to Detroit, which is um I think it's like a four hour drive away, but you have to go through Canada. And Detroit hosted the game and yeah, it's absolutely madness that um they the fans on the internet were complaining that the bill oh these soft players these days, they don't know what it's like to play in the snow. The 
the whole stadium filled up like a big bowl of cocaine. Like, come on, guys. You're not going to be able to play American football in that. Um, so that was pretty funny. And then they went, the Bills went to, um, the Bills went to play, they played the Colts, didn't they? No, uh, they didn't. No, they played the Browns. I'm thinking of the Colts. They played the Browns and the Browns, the Browns, you know, the Browns are trying. I I feel bad for Jacoby Brissett because he's all right. I feel bad for Chubb because he's all right. And the Bills weren't brilliant, but they still were capable of scoring 31 points. I have nothing positive to say about that Liz Truss-ass team. Fuck him. Well, what about 324 yards for three touchdowns from uh, Jacoby Brissett? That's fucking amazing. (laughs) And to lose, he's now now the only guy. Once they get that dude, once they get their... uh, Name redacted quarterback back. Uh, it's going to be well, not even back to start. It, it's going to be uh, they're, they're going to be interesting. Are they going to get I to the playoffs? No Wilson fucking way. But like, yeah, me too. I, I, he will I be. Fear he, that be. he won't. I fear that he won't. I fear he's actually very good. Well, good, good for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but they they the, the team that they took over from in that stadium was the absolutely banging. Uh, Detroit Lions, who seem to have found their feet. They found their feet against the New York Giants, who I think yeah. have now lost their feet. Uh, Dan Jones threw two picks in that game. Uh, I mean, the Lions are starting to fucking look pretty cool, particularly on the running game. Um, mm. uh, you texted me and you said, what if the Lions win out? Yeah, what if the Lions win out? If the Lions win out, they're going to be they're going to be they're going to be a problem for people and i think that if, they, if once the they've been able to work out, James, yeah i think they're going to the be they're going to get to the suit they they're going to get to and play in the super bowl and i think if they lost it if they got to a super bowl and played anyone other than obviously the dolphins in my opinion they no team will be more followed than that one the team who plays that that game will be the most hated team in football and everyone will want the Lions to win. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if, like, yeah, if the Lions fucking actually like gets, is, I can't even, what is the Lions path to the playoffs? So let's just, let's break this down. Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions schedule currently is, um, they're actually second in the NFC North because their division is so shit. So yes, it's a toilet division. There is that, right? Now, they are. What is the current? Are they currently in the playoffs? I, I don't think, think so. Let's have a look at the 2022 NFL playoff picture. So NFC. So they are. Yeah. So they are in the bubble. They are currently tenth, and the teams immediately above them are the uh, Washington Commanders, who are a team which we're going to have to mention because I think they might actually be okay, and the Falcons. Now, as the as the years rounding out, the whilst the Giants have you know fallen tripped up a bit, the NFC teams that weren't didn't start too hot are starting to show their real strength. Like ultimately, fuck, fuck the fucking is. But the 49ers are a good team. The Cowboys are sadly a good team. They so, are outstanding. We'll talk about them. Um, the Buff and the Lions' path to the playoffs is. So they need to play. They they playing the Bills next. If they win that, that'll just be so funny. They probably won't, but they're probably going to get absolutely smoked. But they, you know, they're playing the Bills I on Thursday, uh, Thursday night. Sorry, Thursday and Thanksgiving uh, for Thanksgiving weekend. Then they've got Jags, who they, you know, like the thing is, the Bills have been so bad throughout the first bit of the season. Sorry, the Bills, the Lions have been so bad throughout the first bit of the season. Like 
none of these are good. Matt, you don't really know. Like, I couldn't tell you who's going to win any of this. If they fucking just turn around and just, like, start putting... You know, start putting stuff on people. Who even knows? You know, like I, I don't think wins. they might. I don't think they've got the legs. But what they might do is they might have the ability to just fuck somebody's entire season up. Like there could yeah. be a team. They they could be like the worst, uh, the worst banana skin in people's flats. Because now what you're doing is you're looking at that game, and that used to be you're looking at that yeah. your schedule. You have got the lines coming up. That's a W. Oh yeah, and then now you're like, wait a sec. They fixed that problem where they just con- they just all so, they were doing all season is conceding more points than they were scoring, which sounds I, stupid. Yeah, but that's now they're now they're scoring more points. They're still scoring the points, but they're they've kind of sorted it out on the other side of the ball as well. I I believe that they will. Yeah, this is okay. This is an okay. This is gonna. This is one of those things where I make a prediction that covers so many bases that it's barely a prediction. You know. <laughs> like, okay, what's your prediction? I will. I'm gonna pause it. I think that they will fuck over the Bills, the Vikings, or the Jets, uh, or screw over the Bills or Vikings' favorable position. I think it's going to be the Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings are going to really need that win, and they're not going to be able to get it done. Mm. I also think that the Jets are fucking bollocks. Um, and I said this from the beginning, and they're the worst 6-4 and four team in the history of American football, and I hate them so much. Um, so I think that but I think that what's going to happen with the Jets is they're going to be they're going to destroy their own chances of any kind of postseason. Uh, because so the, the the Lions game is just going to be a loss for them regardless. Mm. Um, so the reason why I think I think this and the reason why I want to talk about it is I watched the Jets versus the Patriots. I watched why? the first half of that game. Well, I wanted to see if I was right about not liking the Jets, and it turns out the whole time I was I was the rightest Uh-oh. guy ever. I see. Right, yeah. And they were <laughs> they were so toxically bollocks. And so were the Patriots, fair enough. But it was like it was like a, it was like a fucking prank the game was so bad. Um they were categorically everyone was bad on all sides of the ball. Uh at one point a Patriots player dropped the ball like in a comedy show. Like he's running, he's not being tackled, he tried to pass it to his other hand and he just fucking fumbles the ball out of bounds. Like it, it was so awful. And uh, so the reason why I really want to talk about this game is Zach Wilson is, I think, categorically uh, and objectively funny because now he's been, he come out and he said, everyone was taking like everyone, all the, the coaches, all the, the defense, they were all taking responsibility for the, for the loss. When Zach said, Zach was asked, do you want to take any responsibility? He said, no, <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I'm all right. I was actually really good. Were you? They had two offensive yards in the second half, like in an entire half That's of American so football. Funny. They oh couldn't manage God. more than two yards. Just, uh, the reason why Americans kind of suck as well is that guy just spends his, that guy is just out there fucking milfs and doing badly and there's no songs. Yeah, there's no songs. I mean, if there was a bad, if there was a song about how shit he was and about how much he loves milfs, then I think he would smarten up a little bit. Um, but they were, they were horrendous. And then the game ended with a, really insane play. So when they call players on special teams, essentially what are they what they are is to try and keep the ball away from dangerous players or manage the clock in a certain way. And what the Jets didn't do is either of those things. They kicked the ball directly to an incredibly dangerous returner rather than kicking the ball out of bounds and then trying it uh, in a, a kind of a two-minute drill. And it basically meant that they lost the ball. Uh, the, the other funny thing that happened during that play on the Patriots side is a Patriots player was home free into the end zone. And one of the Patriots players did technically what it is. It, the actual penalty is illegal block in the back. So he pushed mm. the guy 
in the back. The refs didn't call it. It's kind of a judgment call at that point, whether or not like you know it's hap- it's going to affect the play. I don't think the defender was going to get there, but I've seen him given, and it would have been really really funny if this guy was home free and there one of their stupid uh, special teams players for the Patriots um, uh, got some kind of hilarious penalty. But yeah, the Jets are bad. Patriots are bad. I'm not worried about them. Uh, but still, at six and four, I think it just shows that some of the teams they're playing are really shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I think that's, I, I, I think that the Jets have a great defend, uh, are great defenders. I don't, I just think that Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, yeah, I can't really see why that, there's any argument there. I, I can't believe the Dolphins got beaten so comprehensively by them, and it's really annoying that that's going to always play play on my mind. And then we get into the fact that Flacco should be starting. We said this every single week that they have well, played. Well, look, right? Honestly, I honestly mean this. Joe Flacco is no longer a particularly good QB. However, he did throw a bunch of yards in the in the weeks that he was their starting QB. And if the Jets are six, the Jets are six and four. Um, no better than that. No, they are no, six, six and four. There are six and four. That is a respectable record, right? That's very You're, good, particularly now, in November. Yeah, you win that. You you win a few games. Uh, oh, and by the way, they 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 have the Bears, they have Viking. Then they have the Vikings and the Bills. That's tough. Then they have Lions. Ooh, <laughs> we've already talked yeah. about that. Then they have the Jags, Seahawks, and Dolphins. Right? It's not a great schedule. But there are enough wins there that you can get into the playoffs. When you're in the playoffs, fucking anything can happen. Why don't you? And the other thing is, they're not going to be. They're not bad enough to be in a good position to get a good draft pick next year. Anyway, why not fucking? Run? Why not make a run? They're why not going not, to. Why not be brave? Them. Why not be brave? They're I don't not think going Zach to. Zach Wilson I, has bravery in his DNA. I think that's why he should. That's why he shouldn't be starting. Like, why not make a run? Why not fucking chuck him? Have the vet play have him take you as far as you can and then just work out what the fuck you're going to do in the offseason because if he doesn't get you there well you're going to be in the same fucking position mid-table mid-table draft pick you got what you got I actually but, think uh, I actually think that he gets you in the uh, uh, he gets you in the uh, uh, Flacco gets the Jets in the playoffs um, but they have they, they they will need to have they will need to beat the, the Dolphins at the, on the last day of the season like I think that I think that the, my hatred of Zach Wilson is just so large that I think that it's, it, I just assume that anything other than him is better. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the Vikings though, because that, uh, that was a absolute uh, total shit show from them. Mm. And I think it kind of shows a little bit like, so both of those teams in the NFC started to look a bit, uh, look, look a bit weaker with the Eagles um, and the Vikings. Now the Vikings, managed a field goal with this kind of lights out offense that they've been playing this, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson just playing incredibly. Um, Micah Parsons might be the greatest defender in the league. At, well, definitely at the moment. Uh, he's, he's got like real good. It's got, it's got like that, that energy that the, the Rams had last year in their deep. And it, I, I'm now very, very scared of the, of the Cowboys. And I think they thrown, a uh, cat amongst the pigeons when it comes to the chase for the NFC uh, number one seed. Uh, they are outstanding. They're not just running the ball. Uh, if anything, they could run the ball a bit more. Um, 
Elliot's very, very good. They're, they're, they're playing very good football. Uh, Prescott is looking very good. Um, yeah, Cowboys did the business against them, and now they've really shown how to beat the Vikings, which is just uh, absolutely beat the shit out of uh, Kirk Cousins as much as you can. Just keep mm. keep sending people down his throat. Um, and I think that that was the the turning point really for them. Um, so on the other side of the uh, and the other in, still in the NFC, uh, the other game that was really interesting in this kind of race for the NFC top the top of the NFC. So we got the 49ers, got the Cowboys, got the Vikings, uh, and the Eagles. You know, this greatest team ever came one play away from losing to Jeff Saturday's Colts, and. I don't know if that shows that maybe Jalen Hurts and all those guys are like, uh, you know, a bit thrown by the loss, or maybe actually Jeff Saturday had a really good, there was a good team in Indianapolis and now he's found a way to make it happen. But if third down and one quarterback sneak, if that doesn't come out, they've lost that game. And Jeff Saturday has become Jeff Sunday and he's now, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the Colts now because I quite I think it's quite a nice story. What started off as a bit of a joke with the guys, um, uh, with the guys, you know, being the guy being a, a high school coach up until last week. He's actually they're actually doing the very fundamentals of American football well. And then once you can once you're capable of pretty much stopping what some people are touting as like the the uh, champions in waiting. Um, good for you, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh, so the we have on the AFC side, uh, the absolute masterclass of American football that Travis Kelsey put on. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, as much as I'm like quite, I'm happy and I'm enjoying those Dolphins kind of, you know, really lovely run of form. If the Dolphins are going to keep going, that road will end in uh, Kansas City. Or it might end in Miami against Kansas City. But either way, nobody wants to play uh, Travis Kelsey. You know, you know he's a uh, fucking first first ballot Hall of Fame tight end. Arguably the best tight end maybe he's ever played. Um, I think statistically at least. And what's crazy about this is their like, number one guy that they got, their new number one receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, he is out. He's out injured, and they were still capable of putting on that kind of performance. There, there's going to be some fucking like American football version of the like four four two football only guys who will tell you that like Travis Kelsey can't be the best because tight ends really a blocking position, but they can shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, like, no, they it, can. It. He's I was actually. So good. I was actually fucking. I was doing that. I was thinking that. I was in. I was. I watched the highlights, and I had a little think, and I was thinking in the gym, and I was like. Who is the best tight end of all time? And I was like, can't be these these uh, slightly beefy receivers that they've got nowadays. You need to have <laughs> someone who can drop into put into back in the uh, day when tight ends were hard. <laughs> tight ends were when real. Tight men. ends were real men. Uh, unlike Tony unlike Gonzalez, those wimps, <laughs> unlike those fucking wimps, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> like, hundred and fifteen Tony... receiving yards from tight end and three touchdowns. Uh, Tony Gonzalez probably is someone who's in the shout for best of all time. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. I mean, Shannon Gronkowski. Sharp, probably. Gronkowski. Shannon Sharp. Gronkowski just didn't have the longevity just because he was so insane. You know, they yeah. had to ban uh, at high school. They had to ban any time there was a school event for them to play. Oh, my God, the song's gone in my head. Uh, there's a famous dance song. 
uh i fuck this yeah never mind i reckon basically he was too rowdy on the dance floor there to ban a song can't remember the name of the song let's move on um <laughs> so yeah i i think that uh they are they are very very good the the the, the chiefs are just fantastic and i think that travis kelsey on his day i mean it's it's going to be very hard to defend against regardless um yeah they're definitely the best team in the uh, in the NF. Sorry, in the in the AFC. Um, it's just that's how it is. Those are the those are the um, the the teams that people have said they were going to be good. The Bills and the the Chiefs. I think Chiefs are quite clearly now very very much better than the Bills. Um, and yeah, uh, I think you play in Kansas City the day before the Super Bowl, or the, it's obviously the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um. I just think that like like people haven't there hasn't been a lot of like NFL media about like maybe the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl and I think the reason for that is because they're such a like is not because anyone thinks they're not a serious favorite for winning it all it's just that they're such a known quantity that yeah, like like, they, like for five years they've just been fucking sick you know like every year you go and you go up but you know the first year where Mahomes had his breakout year and everyone's like oh my god that what the hell is this this is terrifying the second year when everyone was like oh shit that was a flash in the pan that's just what they're like now and now we're sort of into the years of just like okay yeah they're just the fucking they're just fireworks all the time and yeah you know, it's Andy as well they're they've lost it's very hard you know it's, it's, it's too hard to it's too hard to win the Super Bowl for them to not lose but like you know they they're just constantly one of the top competitors and yeah. they're that good so what about number four the fourth overall seed regardless of how uh, horrendous they were the Baltimore Ravens uh yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that weirdly there is a pro in that is that they're, you know, at the start of the season when their defending was horrible. Well, now it's pretty much the best. Yeah. So it's, I don't even know how they managed that. They brought like one guy in and they thought, well, no, what happened is that loads of them were injured at the start of the season and they're no longer injured. That's basically yeah. what happens. Like they, they didn't have a good defense. I am genuinely don't think, I don't think that Lamar is going to get his contract. Well, I think you win a playoff game, he gets a contract. Yeah, no, I think he gets a contract. I don't think he... I, I think that him holding out is going to be for nothing because he's not been... Like, he's both played the best he's ever played and also thrown some fucking eggs this season. Also, yep. weirdly, like like some of the games, he's he's genuinely been better than he's ever been. Some games he's not been. And also, weirdly... The Ravens have done that thing where they just don't fucking get anyone to throw to again. Yeah. So he's just got like one tight end and everyone goes, oh, well, we'll just cover that guy. Cool. Done. I don't honestly think that Greg Roman is a particularly good coordinator. I think he's, I no, the thing is, no, no, that's not true. Um, he is, but he's a bit like Eddie Jones, the England rugby team coach. He's got a real shelf life. You know, like I think he, right, can, yeah. he can really like, go to work on building things but i honestly think he's had his his shelf life he's kind of stale now like i think once you've sort of worked out what he's doing that like, i really think that um the ravens for example they do weird stuff like they throw you know the ravens throw like almost no screens that's weird you think they throw loads yeah. because of the yeah. kind of because of the mo mobility they have 
and they do hardly any like design bootlegs and stuff and you're like why would why wouldn't you it's really odd so that's ridiculous because the passing you... game is just isn't very com complex yeah the do you know how many fucking um of their plays the receivers literally just run like a straight line or across a go route or a crossing route it's like loads of them and it's like what the fuck it's uh, but the running game is like a work of art it's so weird it's like the running game is a work of art and the passing game is just like throwing shit at the wall like these guys ah yeah just run in a straight line like what are you talking about like why why not have both be complex this makes it sound like they're not very good, but really at four and seven and three, that's a very good record. And I mean, they're, they're, they're the first in the AFC North. They're going straight. They're going yeah, to the playoffs. Also, I we mean, have a, yeah. we, we, you know, they're rusty coming off the bye. Let's be honest, that that sometimes happens. Um, You always get the Ravens will throw an egg. It's just something that happens a lot. And their schedule is relatively favorable. Like, it's a kind of a we've got we've got Jags, yeah, Jags, Broncos, Steelers should win all three of them. Browns with Deshaun Watson coming back. Steelers is a trap game. Browns is a trap game. They've got Deshaun Watson back. Then we've got Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. Bengals are an interesting team. I don't really know what I think about them. They're good. They are. They are coming back. They're coming back quite strong. I wouldn't want to play them in the running. Uh, but potentially at the end of the season, that it might all be wrapped up anyway. So it's going to read you the amount starters. of points they scored in the last few games: thirty-seven, forty-two, thirty-two, thirty-five, thirty. That's good. Yeah, they're 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 That's they're back good. in the they're back. I mean, Jamar Chase, Titans is, are uh, seven fucking, three. Yeah, Titans. The team we talk about the absolute least because they are very one-dimensional. But when uh, that one-dimensional can run through concrete walls, then uh, they're they're you know. Good for them. I don't like them. I don't want to see Tannehill ever succeed because of how much money he took from the Dolphins to be bollocks. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's all I really had for week 11. I wanted to look ahead to week 12 because it's a magical day in America, which is uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is arguably the, the, best, uh, the best holiday really going. Um, other than, I, I guess, Easter's pretty badass. But basically what it, what it is, is it's a day off in America on a Thursday. And all you do is eat and watch football. That's it. That's if there was, stay home, I'll, eat and watch football. If there was an eating component to bonfire night, I'd bang it up there. Yeah, it's basically like bonfire night, but with a huge turkey. And then there's two games of American football on. And both of them this year are absolute bangers. Now, irritatingly, for whatever reason, the guy who invented playing football on Thanksgiving was uh, the guy who owned the Lions. And I only found this out from Googling it. It was a big... Um, uh, it was a big publicity stunt kind of money making thing oh come and watch the game on thanksgiving so for now from now that point onwards for eternity the tradition is the lions but the lions are playing the bills the lions have found their feet the bills haven't been home in a couple of weeks it might be interesting kicks off at 5 30 english time get in after that 9 30 cowboys giants the giants coming off uh, another loss they're starting to look a bit weird people have found them out the 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 Dan Jones um, Cinderella story is might be coming to an end, but they're playing against their arch nemesis, the the Dallas Cowboys. That that's going to be fun. And on a Thursday, mm. that's two games you can easily watch. Okay, that's good. I personally I like love Thanksgiving so much, and I'm so hyped. Uh, it's going to be super fun. Um, I will be I'm looking forward to it. Also, I've got the day off work, so tomorrow I'm going to be uh, leaving the office for two days. I will be at an event. Um, what else? Uh, so yeah, what else we got? We've got uh, the 
horrible shit show that's going to be the Panthers Broncos game. That's going to be a disaster. Uh, Vikings Patriots. It'll be interesting if the Patriots can, uh, you know, pull something back and play the Vikings, who are seemingly uh, probably really sad. Uh, if nothing, the Dolphins don't beat the Texans, crying. I will piss in my own mouth. Yeah, I, I I think that's a fair enough bet. I think that the Dolphins. I mean, if the Dolphins do lose, I think we'll know <laughs> if it's a joke. I think they're going to beat the shit out of them. Um, I want to see. Oh, the Bucks are playing the Browns, which is a shit game, but it's quite funny uh, that Indomitian Sue uh, quit the Bucks to go and play for the uh, to go and play for the Eagles this week. So a guy oh. who's a, not- a notorious bell end has has excuse the pun uh, jumped ship from the Buccaneers to play for the Eagles. And I thought that was quite an interesting move, that the dickheads are fleeing uh, the sinking ship. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, Chiefs Chiefs versus the Rams, and the Rams are fucking shocking, and the Chiefs will destroy them. Uh, also, in the Saints-Rams game this week, uh, Andy Dalton had an absolutely amazing game, and he threw some really beautiful throws, and to the yeah, point where he was throwing ball. Man. He was, and, and they were zooming on his face, and he was, like, surprised. He's like... You know when a comedian who's quite new, for whatever mm. reason, the night he's he's on form, he's in the in the zone, the audience is exactly the people that he's watching. And this guy, maybe 20, 30 gigs in, murders for five minutes like a pro, makes everyone else look bollocks. Yeah. And right, you can yeah. see it on his face. He's like, How the fuck am I doing this? That's what Andy Dalton did against the Rams. He was surprised at his own goodness. Near perfect passer rating. Uh you know what, though? Like, honestly, it was right for the Bengals to move on, and it was right for them to, to draft Joe Burrow. Andy Dalton was never bad. The problem is, is that he was never good. He was never going to get them to the Super Bowl, no. and that's the that is fundamentally the issue. He wasn't going to get them to the Super Bowl. He has never been bad. He was bloody. I we used to have to play him against the fucking we used to play him a lot twice. A, you know, he's fucking. You know, shit. Uh, no, no, sorry, not fucking shit. Like he was very difficult to play. Like, and he always had a strong arm. Playing with AJ Green all those years. Like, yeah, yeah, Chad, yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. I mean, I just think that he he might have been unfairly, uh, unfairly like. I'm gonna call him our rival podcast, even though our fi- our listening figures rarely break three figures, and theirs are in the millions. But the the NFL, the around the NFL podcast used to call I have the Andy Dalton scale, uh, where they'd rate quarterbacks, and Andy Dalton they saw as like the prime meridian as the uh, median quarterback. And I yeah, actually I, honestly I like think that. that's I think that's really like he was never a bad QB. He was always and he's always been had games where he's just like done something sick, but like he's not consistently good he's consistently fine he's sometimes good and he'll occasionally have a bad game but is never i think there was um kind of like weird... ryan fitzpatrick yeah weirdly they've also got a bad word to say about him no yeah weirdly i think this year they uh, those guys debated whether kirk cousins was that guy but i don't think he is Nah, he's very good i mean yeah. i don't know if he's i think he's probably top third top quarter but i mean this game showed that uh, he was starting to lose his head a little bit, and I don't I know what's see... going on with that offensive line in 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 Minnesota. But I want to uh... see. Uh, I, I, the Seahawks will probably beat the Raiders because the Raiders are bad. But I want to see if the Seahawks is can like get over because their story was so good a few weeks ago, and I want to see if they can get over their little blip. 
I mean, yeah, definitely. I think they will. I mean, I think the Raiders is the perfect team to do that against because yeah. when you're when you're a shit team but on paper good and people beat you, it's like the the years when like Liverpool was shit and then teams would beat Liverpool and they're like, yeah, we beat Liverpool. He's like, well, you did you though, really? Yes, mm. you beat a team dressed in red, uh, and they're called Liverpool, but like they are categorically they're like finishing like eighth in the Prem. And I think that's kind of what it's like with the Raiders, which is this team who everyone was supposed to be afraid of. Um, and you had that game on your schedule since when the schedule came out. And you're like, oh, shit, we got to play them. And then you beat them. Uh, yeah. It still matters. And I think that would be a nice game for the Seahawks to come back. And again, another uh, another wild shit to happen in the AFC. Uh, sorry, in the NFC is to have yeah. them uh, so, get back in the mix. Cardinals are playing the Chargers. Two disappointing teams. Uh, yeah, 49ers, are playing, 49ers are playing the Saints. Saints will smoke the fucking Saints. Uh, sorry, 49ers will smoke the Saints. Uh, Chiefs have been the Rams. Rams, another disappointing team. Uh, yeah, but we kind of knew that that was going to happen because they the, the way that their team fell apart after the Super Bowl, but that was always going to happen because they mortgaged the house for that particular season. It is yeah. what it is. Um, Eagles, Packers. Let's see if the Eagles are back on their bullshit again. I think they will be. I don't think the Packers will save their season. I don't think no, they've done think enough. The Packers are going to get shit mixed. It's um, going to be bad. Can I ask a question? Do you think the Washington Commanders are a good team? They're six. I and, think they're six and five. They've got a winning record. I think see. the Washington Commanders are worth watching, and I think if they Carnies. if they're six and five now, Carnies. six and five now. <laughs> I heard them described as the Commodores. I don't know, man. That's a horrible, what a horrible name for a team. But you know, they're they're you know, what are they actually good at? Are they a running team? They're good at being a team. They're good at not. Yes, I yeah. think that's the thing that they play. They play a a team game very well. I think they're they're six wins. And they got it's a gonna tough be schedule. Seven. It's going to be seven schedule. once they beat the Falcons. They got Giants. Giants. They've got Giants twice in a row. What fucking what kind of scheduling is that? That happens. And that oh, happens whatever. when they play each other. And then they've twice, got 49ers. So. And then they've got Browns on his. Uh, but again, like uh, I I fear Deshaun Watson's actually going to be good. So like Brown. Then they got Browns. And then they've got Cowboys, and Cowboys are a good team. They're a very, very, very good team. They're very hard to beat, I think. Yeah, maybe it's not their time, but I think they've done enough to prove that they're not just like background noise, uh, yeah. like I thought they were for a few weeks. I was like, oh, it's that other team. I don't care. Because uh, I think it's just because I'm not used to looking at their logo, um, and that's fine. Um, yeah, that's the next week. I think it's going to be good. Dolphins are fucking back, and I'm so stoked because it's going to be a uh, very comfortable win. Uh, I'm saying it now, and I'm I'm going to be confident. Dolphins will comfortably defeat the Texans. Um, there was one other. I mean, I've decided that Colt McCoy is the name of the week, but I had one other guy, uh, uh, Mecole Hardman, who's the American football wide receiver for the uh, new new sorry for the Chiefs. He was off it. He was off ill and celebrated uh, so hard that he smashed his own telly. And I think in the theme of NFL players who have names that are similar to what an NFL player does, we've had Hertzman, we've had Hardman, and we had Basham. And I think uh, Hardman would be a good addition. But Colt McCoy just sounds like a guy who uh, is uh, born to be an American football quarterback. Uh, like Colt McCoy is an unbelievable name. And also, what a tribute to a guy. You know, I love I, I, I love the re-emergence of a journeyman, journeyman player. Juno Smith has been the ultimate one this yeah. year. But you know what? Shout out Andy Dalton. Shout out Cole McCoy. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. great. It's fucking uh, Thanksgiving. Eat some turkey. Uh, well, you know, you have to go to work. 
um, or everyone else has to go Bank to work. Any Native Americans that you? Oh see. yeah, yeah. Don't don't think about what it is. Just appreciate how it is. Oh, who forgives uh, that? I give a shit, man. Like you know, like just I don't know. Like they fucking did some bad stuff, whatever. But anyway, you eat some turkey, bro. Like we, yeah, it's gonna be like, part, it's gonna be good fun. We killed a religious extremist. Uh and now we have fireworks every year. You're allowed to have weird shit. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're allowed like a country is allowed to have a weird thing. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fine. As long as the weird thing isn't like Schwartz Peak or some shit like that. Like uh, Schwartz Peak you... is, is weird. Oh, I just opened my phone and uh Zach Thomas has now been named semi-finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of uh twenty twenty three. And he should absolutely be in there because the guy was terrifying. Sweet. Um all right, let's see if he gets into the finals, and then that's it. Lit. And then it's cold as shit, and it's uh, we're, we're getting through the season uh, like nobody's business. Um, like and share and subscribe and review and send us a tweet. Just send us a tweet. It doesn't matter. Engage I got eight us. likes on the tweet uh, when I, I said that the bit the uh, the Broncos throwback jersey looked like uh, the water boy, and it did. And we got eight likes. Uh, did we get eight more listens this week? We'll find out. We'll find out. Anyway, thanks very much, everyone. Uh, chat to you next week. See you All later. Right. See you. Bye. Bye. So just very quickly, thanks so much for everyone who's listening. Um, we would really like you to carry on listening to us. We really, really, really would like that. Um, but also, if you are enjoying it, uh, please do engage with our tweets and things like that about it and the, the, it's it's just, just I'm just just trying to drum up some more listenership and the more that people engage with it and things like that the more that people are likely to listen um also I don't know if you where you're listening to it but if you're listening to it on iTunes or on Spotify uh please do hit us up uh with a little review um that would be really really nice otherwise thanks so much uh enjoy uh fucking thanksgiving fake bonfire night whatever it is and uh, see you next week